0: all right welcome to the mandatory another live show for you on this thursday well i guess morning if you're on the west coast and afternoon if you're on the east coast like brian is and of course if you like the content make sure to hit that like and subscribe button as well it helps the channel grow but most importantly brian we've got some pretty big news that came out just recently um, and this one, I believe, is not good for boxing because Alicia Baumgartner, Undisputed Champion, tested positive before her July fight. And this brings a lot of questions. A lot of people are mad about it. Uh, some people have different opinions. But what are your thoughts on everything?
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't know we were going to start here. I thought we were going to start softer. Um, Listen. I'll go on for a minute, but I think people need to be clear on like what is kind of actually going on because I think a lot of people are just making fun of her, and then a lot of people are just jumping to her defense when we don't actually know anything. Like, like, do you know like what's actually going on here? Because I don't. You know, uh, doesn't make a ton of sense. So, the two drugs that were to be found in Alicia Baumgartner's system. Uh, I don't know. Should I be still saying allegedly? Even though reports came out and she basically confirmed it. What's journalistically responsible here, you think? Chantel. You
0: you let me know. You go with whatever you think is proper. You're the one. This is your this is what you're talking about. So it comes from you.
1: <laughs> okay. So totally leaving me out here on a ledge is fine. Uh just kidding. Anabolic steroid, Mr. Alone, right? This is one of the ones that was in her system, according to uh the report and according to a statement that she released. And this is On my research, mainly used to treat low levels of testosterone, um, found out that this has been in the systems of some runners, some weightlifters, a softball athlete in Canada got banned three years for doing this. Um, Julio Rey, Spanish long distance runner, got two years for this in 1999, was actually quite successful after. And this was interesting. Uh, Alicia Baumgartner is going to fight to clear her name because she says that this is a something that she didn't know was in her system, like played that card, which we've heard before. Um, in one case, historically, it was actually true. Diana Yastremska, people who don't know, tennis player, uh, who was 29th in the world, uh, top almost top 20 at one point a couple years ago. Um, she had this same drug that Alicia Baumgartner tested positive for in her system. Um, the test was taken November 2020. They found out in January. So kind of similar timeline where it was a month or two after. They found that the test was positive in her system and she was provisionally suspended as they did the research, fought to clear her name, missed Australian Open. It took a six-month process, but then they basically let her off the hook and said that there was no negligence on her part. The suspension was lifted. She was cleared and was playing again right away. Now, she hasn't been as good since, (laughs) but she was playing again right away. And I think if you're Alicia Baumgartner, that's sort of the scenario you'd be looking at here. Um... In terms of that being overturned and you clearing your name, that's one way to be doing it. The other drug in question, uh, methanolone, which has another name, a trade name called primobolin. I hope I'm pronouncing these things right. Also, anabolic steroid. This one, when I looked it up and did some research, it was linked to Alex Rodriguez in 2009. um, And also Barry Bonds, allegedly. in Well, during his his uh, alleged steroid peak in 2000, 2001. I think we still have to use allegedly. I'm not sure what the rules are with Barry Bonds. But this drug was also allegedly in uh, Alicia Baumgartner's system. And um, Hidu Turkoglu also took this, apparently, and was suspended 20 games in 2013. So with all that being said, um, this is where we are with Alicia Baumgartner. Lou Bella, who promotes Christina Linardatu, uh, who Alicia Baumgartner beat in July, uh, came out and was like, hey, this is a real drug, said in the ESPN uh, piece that he was quoted in. And he basically said, you can imagine how Linardatu is feeling right now. If this is what's being reported, this is serious stuff. This is a real PED. Um, the the only question I would ask for you, Chantel, is just basically, um, what do you think boxing from an in-ring standpoint the super featherweight division the potential fight with amanda serrano if alicia baumgarner gets suspended for a year or two what could uh what could things look like i guess in the division now going forward if she if she has to step away for a while because of this
0: i don't even think that's the question that we should be focusing on i think it the question should be what will happen to her career how will her career be tainted what does this mean for boxing i think that's the bigger question it's not about
1: answer that one
0: (laughs) right um it's not i don't think it's really about oh well definitely that fight with amanda serrano is not going to happen um Mm -hmm. i think if alicia Baumgartner doesn't get proven innocent if her you know like she said she didn't know the substance was obviously in her system but everyone says that right um, that's usually what happens. So, and you know what? Maybe she didn't like, we don't know. Like maybe she truly didn't know that it was in her system. Um, but I think this does taint her career. She's the undisputed champion. So this is not a good look for boxing period. I believe Lou DiBella also said that he would like standardize testing. Yes. For a big fights. And he's, I do agree with that. Lou. Mm-hmm. I do agree with Lou because I also think if you come out with this type of substance before a big fight, you shouldn't fight in it. They got to call the fight. Um, cause I don't think that's fair. Uh, what about you? You can answer your own question. What do you think is going to happen in the division then?
1: Uh, well, yeah, to, to get on that, it's not fair to her opponent either who had to fight Christina Lirondatu. Right. Um, and, and a, I'll note a couple other things from the press release, um, after what I'm about to say, which is basically, I agree with all of that. Um, th- she's going to take a big hit if, if it comes out that she wasn't negligent in the process from the standpoint Dude,
0: of Barry Bonds isn't in the hall of fame,
1: <laughs> right. he's
0: not in the hall of fame. Right. If Alicia Baumgartner, <laughs> if this turns out to be true and Barry Bonds isn't in the hall of fame and there's been no like clear evidence for Barry, what are we saying about Alicia Baumgartner? Cause right. I believe Barry should be in the hall of fame.
1: Right. I, I, but I also think that, um, drugs are seen as worse in baseball than they are in boxing and even though i shouldn't i don't think that it should be an either or i think they should both be bad but look she's screwed if she if she if she doesn't come out um evading the suspension like the tennis player i mentioned before did uh well a longer term suspension than just a provisional one right right now there hasn't been a suspension or anything matchroom is doing their investigation whatever the case may be i think one of the things that Her career would take a hit. I think one of the things that could happen is, or not could happen, because I don't know if this is actually going to happen. One of the things you could do in her absence, if she's gone and you have to strip her of all the titles, because that's another thing that will happen here is if she's gone for a year, two years, whatever the ban is, if there is a ban, if she doesn't clear her name, then yeah, you'd be looking at new champions across the super featherweight division, new opportunities for a bunch of women in and around that weight class. There was supposed to be a world boxing super series uh, that never happened of super featherweights um and maybe that's something that you can reboot in Alicia Baumgartner's absence I don't know but there's no doubt she's gonna take a hit other boxers have survived this and you could argue that some probably shouldn't have but uh
0: let me let, me, let, let hold that thought right there yeah I think because it's Alicia Baumgartner and because she's a woman I think she's gonna get it harder than a man would
1: a black I'm, woman too
0: yeah I'm, Dude, I'm just gonna say yeah. that She's gonna get it way harder. People are gonna be like stripper of her titles. They're mm-hmm. gonna taint her name. They're doing that
1: now. Exactly. They're doing that already. But, he, but, doing here's, that but, a- but
0: here's the thing. It's like we talk about strip titles, and I go back to baseball. Like the Houston Astros cheated. They should have been stripped of the World Series against the uh, Dodgers. Yeah, they, they stripped. They cheated, no, you no, no, no. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a little bit. They, they should have been stripped. I'm no. also a Dodgers fan, so I'm like, take the World Series that's away little... from <laughs> them. That, you know I mean? That's I... a little
1: different because everybody in baseball was doing it. They just got caught. It's the don't same believe thing. That. It's the same thing with SMU football in the 1980s. I know. They were I just I, more I, I just with think... it. They got the death penalty, but. Everyone in the Southwest Conference before it disbanded was doing that, too, in the 1980s.
0: But still, I still think it's extremely unfair. I don't think that's a real championship, but that's my opinion. Um, I do want to say, though, um, going back to Alicia Baumgartner. And by the way, we are going to get to your comments. Actually, let's get to some of them right now. Uh, Shout out to everyone that is on the chat. On the live stream, we do want to get your thoughts on this situation before we move on. And, of course, we're still going to talk about it a little bit more. Um, nerd says, and Nerd, uh, you know, one of our a friend of the show, I believe anything she says. So, well, Nerd why, is Why, why
1: is that, Nerd? Huh? Why, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I don't, but, you know. A our
0: guy, Hustleman, strip and suspend until proven innocent. I'm not mad at that. But, I mean, <laughs> so at the do, same time. So-
1: I think it's too early, but Chantel, would you strip her right away?
0: No, no, because if she's innocent, then why are we stripping her?
1: I think, yeah, I think you have to. It's it. This just happened. I think you have to let more of a process play out. Um, I, but I. <laughs>
0: Isn't it innocent until proven guilty?
1: Yeah, but Hustle Man disagrees. is his, is his point.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Which you know, there are some things you could be guilty until proven innocent, like perhaps Wander Franco. Google it yourself um you know like where people would look at it about uh in that way i th- i don't i don't think you strip her right away but yeah if if you, i think you have to perform the investigation like there has to be some sort of due process here but if she is guilty you have to strip all the titles if she's not then okay you might and if it goes long enough because the investigation with um with the tennis player whose name is escaping me that i referenced before sorry i'm a casual tennis fan right and she was provisionally suspended for six months. If the Alicia Baumgartner thing is going to take, let's say, half a year through the rest of the year at the beginning of next year, I think you have to have a sort of champion in recess situation. You have an interim champion for a couple different titles. Like if it's going to linger on that long, we don't know that yet because it can actually come to something much sooner if there's going to be, you know, a quicker process here. But we'll see.
0: Yeah, I just I can't think, even
1: see the comments. So I'm glad you pulled them up because the chat's not working for me. So you're going to have to you're going to have to. OK, <laughs> well, Jesus says
0: um steroids wasn't illegal in uh, Major League Baseball. And Jesus, by the way, front of the show, Jesus, thanks for hopping on. I think you mean Alicia's being set up, not step up. Probably. But if I'm wrong, let me know, Jesus. Um, but nonetheless, I go back to the fact that Alicia Baumgartner is the Undisputed Champion not a good look for boxing when you're undisputed champion, one of the faces of women's boxing, um, one of the up-and-coming superstars in boxing period, is Alicia Baumgartner. Let's be serious here. And she tests positive for a substance. And it was before the July fight, right? So you think about everything that went into that. And how is that fair for someone like Christina D'Artu What is she thinking? How is she feeling? But I do believe... That if throughout this whole entire process, even if she's innocent, Alicia Baumgartner is going to get it from the media. She's going to get it from fans because she is a woman, a black woman at that. And they're going to be harder on her than anyone else. And I'm just saying, like, I'm not trying to make this a race thing. This is facts. This is what it's going to be. And if she ends up, we find out that she isn't innocent. It's going to be even worse for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the, that's the part, like, that's the unfortunate part, but things are stacked against her at this time. I'm hoping that she is innocent and she didn't know because there's been a case of that, as you mentioned, but I mean, we're going to have to wait and see and have the investigation and all of that. But nonetheless, I think it's a bad look for boxing, especially for when you think about the fact that women's boxing is on the up and up and it's on the biggest platform, the biggest stage in the world that it's ever been. For this to happen to one of their superstars, extremely bad look. She's, one, bad of, look.
1: she's one of the five most popular women in the sport. Um, I would say she's probably- she's
0: she's Top she's, two, top three? Clarissa Shields, Amanda Serrano, and Alicia Baumgartner. i probably say top three.
1: In terms of just straight popularity, you could argue that. And I would also say that in terms of just fighters in the sport in general, men and women, she's probably, she's definitely one of the most Googled. And she's probably, in terms of popularity, one of the 20 most. Um, So, yeah. And look, uh, hopefully they get the process right is what I would say. Um, It would suck to see her have to get suspended for a long time for this. But look, if she did it, then, you know, you can't be tolerating this shit in this sport. Like, this just happened with Dillian White. And we'll see what happens with him. Connor Ben is still trying to fight to clear his name and maintain yeah. his innocence. But even though that looks a little shaky. So
0: apparently it was eggs, though. He had ate some eggs and
1: yeah, like wow, an he- excess of eggs or whatever. I look, ultimately, like we we have to know what we're putting in our bodies, but it it's not, <laughs> I don't think we ever like truly know. But if you're a boxer, you're an athlete, you really have to be on top of that shit. So
0: this is a good one. Cool, Ken, a friend of the show. I'll let you read this one since it's in your chat. Is not working.
1: Yeah, cool, Ken. Thank you for the comment as always. And please feel free to keep them coming, everybody, and uh, donations, especially, because if you donate, we'll get to your, we'll drop what we're doing, and get to your comment right away. And also, I'm trying to get a little bit of money doing this. So, uh, cool, Ken. Thank you for the comment. If she is innocent, there will always be an asterisk by her name. Yeah, and I think that that's going to be one of the things that people hold against her, especially as a black woman. They're going to single her out in a, in a different way than if it's somebody else. Uh, on, a, on a slightly um, different note, I did go to Michaela Mayer's Instagram to see if she posted anything uh, in uh, in half celebration and just like a ha ha type of thing. Haven't seen anything yet. So that actually was one of the bigger upsets here because I expected direct smoke from Michaela Mayer right away. And we did not get that. So I guess kudos to her for that.
0: <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, though, she didn't test positive for anything before the fight with Michaela Mayer. And she's still on. No, so it's just but- like.
1: But you could also you could if you're somebody else, you could oh, how long has she been doing this, huh? Like what you know, you could you could go down know. that rabbit hole I, and watch I it. saw a lot of jokes.
0: <laughs> I, I saw a lot of jokes um about it, but I think at the end of the day, it's like we gotta wait and see what's real and what's not. It is a real drug though. It, um it, yeah. so, like, it's
1: not like a bullshit steroid, right? Like yeah. I remember I remember when Alexander Pavekin tested dirty when he was gonna fight uh Deontay Wilder. And this is this when people say Deontay Wilder hadn't fought nobody. This is before the Tyson Fury stuff. I would always defend him because of this particular fight. Alexander Pravekin was seen as a guy that could give him real work and beat him because Deontay Wilder, quote unquote, had to beat anyone. Deontay Wilder was going to defend his title in Russia, flew to Russia mm-hmm. to defend his title, and then posted a video of himself crying about 48 to 72 hours before the fight started in Russia because Alexander Pavekin tested positive for a drug that was meant to increase his stamina, which in a heavyweight division kind of matters a lot. And uh, Pavekin was suspended and eventually came back Uh, because people always come back in this sport. Um, But, yeah, uh, we'll see what happens with Alicia Baumgartner uh, regarding that. And she's going to fight to clear her name. I- Let me actually read. Let me read that before we get out of here. Um, Two substances. This is from Alicia Baumgartner's yeah. statement because she said that she's going to be updating people as this is going. So I guess shout out to her for doing that. We'll see if she's actually innocent. But. Two substances I've never heard of or used in any way, she said in a statement. To be abundantly clear, I know that I never have, never would, and never will take this or any other drug. Not only would doing so be unethical, but it would also be completely contrary to how I've trained my entire career. Both statements, which usually come with denials. We've heard them from everyone, uh, some of whom have had their names cleared, some of whom have haven't and uh ultimately we'll we'll see how the process plays out
0: yeah if you have any more comments on the alicia Baumgardner situation definitely let us know drop some comments below and remember to hit that like and subscribe button before we get out of here we got to talk about the presser that you were at canelo alvarez and jermel charlo um any thoughts on how that all went
1: i'm not gonna lie of the pressers that i've been to this year which I guess now it's four or five. Um, probably the most respectful of all of them. And hello, John. And thank hey, you John. for that. I'm not reading your last name, but thank you for that. Is that <laughs> your actual last name, John? <laughs> Comment back
0: <laughs> and
1: let me know if that's a real last name. I don't know. if It I'm
0: doesn't sound it. bad.
1: Uh, mm. All right. we right, It's continue. not.
0: It's not. It could. I'm pretty sure maybe that is his last name. I don't know. For the McCuck. audio, McCuck.
1: For the audio listeners, that's what it is. Don't get, don't get me banned off here, yo.
0: No, I oh, mean so- not, it's not. It's not. There's not an O in there. You know what I mean? The O isn't replacing the the U. So I'm just saying.
1: You you know what a cuck is?
0: No. <laughs> what okay.
1: Is all right. All right, fellas. We're gonna continue. We're gonna no. keep, we're gonna keep rolling on here. No. Don't no.
0: <laughs> but. But it's not a mech in front of it. you get what I'm saying?
1: No, no, no. You need to know what the other word is so that you would re- retract everything that just happened. I think I know what it is. Seconds.
0: I think I know what it is, but still.
1: All right. Going I'm pretty
0: <laughs> sure I know what it is, but still. <laughs>
1: i wish i could see the comments right now um so
0: (laughs) okay wait no john says this is this facts i've been getting that joke my whole life no worries
1: okay now you made
0: fun of him now you made john feel some type of way
1: no how are you gonna do
0: that to one of our supporters i'm sorry john this guy is out of control he laughs at everything so just, just letting you know
1: yeah i'm a child john uh yeah. this is totally fair
0: all right the canelo charlo <laughs>
1: so the canelo triple g uh triple g the canelo
0: and <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here man the get can- it together <laughs> we're, we're on a live show i can't edit this out for us okay
1: <laughs> canelo J- jarell charlo glad i got the right charlo brother oh uh, yeah it was the most respectful press conference I've, I've been at this year covering um shout out to john once again my apologies Uh, I thought it was very, very, very entertaining in its own way from the standpoint of just observing what's actually happening, but also not much was happening Um, because guys are respectful. They shook hands. They nodded heads to each other. Um, They gave each other a lot of respect. I'll tell you what, though. The biggest takeaway that I had, this is the first video I posted when I got out of it. We went to me and my homie Erica from Sporting News. Shout out to her. Um, We went after to where the fighters were coming out of we saw a whole bunch of people just fans huddled around there and i still had my monopod out with my phone and i was looking at what they were looking at and it was like oh canelo's about to come out because they were all yelling for canelo's name and canelo got done just doing the interviews with like brian custer and stuff just after we recorded the scrum he comes out and everybody screaming yelling canelo canelo like that dude is still a superstar Um, it was, it was in the middle of Times Square, basically, that this was going on. They just mobbed him on the way to the car. Um, he had like eight security guards had to direct them, you know, into the vehicle to Canelo's credit was trying to like take photos with some people and like give them handshakes and all these different things, fist bumps and all that. He got into the vehicle. Uh, somebody went like this to him, like at the door and he did it back. Which I found pretty cool, you know what I mean. So it was kind of like some, you know, one of these where they would touch each other's hands. Um, for people on the audio side, I made basically would look like the NWO for Life sign if you watch wrestling in the 1990s. And I think, yeah, I just think he's a big superstar that I, I, I people may people know that, but I feel like you know seeing it when I saw him fight against Rocky fielding, the atmosphere was crazy. You know what I mean? At Madison square garden, not a place that he fights at a lot. And that was sort of one of my big takeaways from this. Um, also, um Jermel Charlo, a little bit bigger than I think people understand. Like a he lot look, bigger. Yeah, he he looked looked bigger a lot than,
0: bigger than
1: Canelo. Let, let's talk about this for a second because this is one. Wait, of let's the big... get to
0: Hustleman's comment first. Um, sure. I don't like these super mega fights with an opponent coming off a long layoff injury. Of course, Jamel Charlo hasn't fought in a minute. Uh, Tank versus Ryan, Taylor versus Lopez, Haney versus Loma, Fulton versus Inouye, Spence versus Crawford. Now Canelo versus Charlo pattern. You know what? Some of these guys just aren't active. Um, And sometimes before we would get, you know, Canelo was fighting at one point, like three, four times a year, biggest guy in the sport. Um, But a lot of these boxers, superstars were fighting like once a year. So when you're not getting those big fights and you're not getting these deals done, it just extends to an extremely long time. Um, What are your thoughts on on this pattern? Because these are still big fights, but... I mean, yeah, there is a layoff for a lot of those guys. Fulton had a long layoff. Um, you know, uh, Josh Taylor had an extremely long layoff. Uh, so what are your thoughts on this, Brian?
1: So with uh, Tank, he, he, had to, he had taken the Hector Garcia fight, which was, I guess, a tune-up fight in, in retrospect, even though I think that was a little more competitive than people remember uh, until Tank eventually stopped him. That was in January. He fought in April against Ryan Garcia, who was going to take a tune-up that same month against the think Mercito Hesta and that ended up not happening. Ryan Garcia goes into the fight having not fought the 9 months prior. So, it was a longer layoff, but it wasn't like a year plus where Fulton was over a year. Spence was over a year. Charlo's going to be over a year. And Canelo just fought in May, so he's going into this four a little more than four because of the weeks, four and a half months we'll call it. Um you know, rested and I think that Jamel Charlo like also moving up in weight is gonna be a big thing because that was one of the big things that was talked about. It's like not even just the layoff, just the weight. I think it was big for 154 anyway. You see that in person. He's taller. Um but yeah I mean if this if this fight turns out to be to the comments point, was that Hustle Man to yeah. Hustleman's point if that if this fight is going to be one sided again then, yeah, you're going to have to look at future 50-50-ish bouts where they're like, and this one I don't think is a 50-50. I think it's more of a 60-40. You could even argue 65-35, though I think Charlo would be somewhat competitive in it. You're going to have to look at these future fights and be like, okay, if one guy is coming off four months rest and the other one is 15 months, then, yeah, you got to look at something there.
0: So in terms of what you're going to say before I cut you off, because I think you were like mid-thought uh, before we went to Hustle Man's comment. Do you remember what you were talking about? Yeah,
1: the weight gain. So the weight difference was a big topic for discussion. Um, but also on the Canelo point, uh, the, the fame point real quick. There were a couple people like after we got done and we ended up leaving, there were a couple people on the block. There was a, a family. I don't know if they were British or Australian, and I'm not going to attempt to do the accent, but like a, a group of uh, women. They, who was that? You know what I mean? Like to try to know like who who was going in the car or whatever. I'm like, oh, Canelo Alvarez, he's a boxer, or whatever, whatever. And then, oh, you know, because they just want to know who is this big star in town attracting all this attention. And then there was a couple right behind them that asked me the same thing. So yeah, Canelo's out here turning heads it seems. Jamel Charlo, uh the weight was a big thing. He did not want to talk about what his walking around weight is. That was the first question in the scrum. And he's like, I can talk about I don't talk about my walk around weight. Which, okay, um, he's going to move up two weight classes, and that's, that's not the dangerous part of it, right? It is dangerous to some extent, but it's not the dangerous part of it. The dangerous part will be after, after presumably a loss, but after, where he tries to drop back down. You saw what happened to Kell Brook, Amir Khan, Rory Jones Jr. after. Um, that's probably a discussion we could have later on. But how what Chantel, what do you think of just the weight angle of this? Because a lot of people are, I guess, concerned about Jamel Charlo moving up two weight classes and then potentially coming back down for what looks to be a Terrence Crawford fight after at 154.
0: I mean, listen, we've seen people move up one weight class and have extreme difficulty um going up one weight class where they're not the same. Their power doesn't transcend or whatnot. Um, to go up two way classes is crazy. And then to go back down, like that's going to be a toll on his body, I think. Um, but I personally don't have any thoughts on it. Like Jermel's the one that's being extremely confident, like, yo, I got this. So if he has it, then like, let's just see what he does with it. Right. I think this is going to be a competitive fight. I think Canelo's is going to win, but I think uh, Jermell is going to surprise some people. Some people think it's going to be a wash, but I mean, Listen, Canelo didn't look like Canelo in his last fight. <laughs> right. I he think said he, that
1: too. Yeah. And
0: and he was coming off, he was coming off a layoff, an injury and everything too. So, um, but I mean, those are my thoughts on it. That's all I kind of got to say about that weight thing. Cause I think people would want to see Jermel and Bud. I think that's a fight people would be interested in. Um, but it seems like Jermel isn't worried about how much he, Actually cut or if he has to move up. Cause I think somewhere in the scrum uh that we have on our YouTube channel, you can go check it out. Someone asked uh Jermel, what do you what, what do you walk around in? Like, what's your weight? And he's like, I don't talk about that. Yeah. I don't talk about my walk-around weight. So I think he knows that I like obviously it's less on the body if you don't have to cut. Right? Like it's easier for you if you don't gotta cut down like 20, 30 pounds, which is tough as hell, then you're laughing. Like imagine if he's walking around like he looks like a big guy, like he, he looks like he's like one eighty five, one ninety. Like he looks big. Jesus. I don't know if he's. I don't, that
1: know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's that much. But look, he looked big, cut, dude. Man. Yeah, like yeah, like I yeah muscle
0: he, mass, right? Like that's what I'm saying. It's not. He's got to be.
1: I, I assume he walks around in the one seventies, one eighties. Um. You know, like I don't know about 180s that may be a little bit of a stretch, but
0: never know, man. But he's don't... like he looked massive, so I don't
1: know. <laughs> We're gonna go for another five more minutes or so. Comments, questions, uh, super chats uh, on the way out the door. Um, yeah, uh, Jamel Charlo, I don't think the weight is gonna be an issue at least coming up to it, but he is fighting Canelo Alvarez, who I mean, he didn't knock out John Ryder, but he. Yeah, he's still Canelo Alvarez. Uh, so let us know what you have on the way out the door before we get out of here.
0: Well, I think for Charlo, his biggest thing is he's got power, right? But I don't think he's going to outbox a guy like Canelo. Like, I just, it's tough for me to see that. Uh, do you think he can outbox Canelo?
1: Maybe this plays out to some degree, like Gennady Golovkin and Kell Brook, although I don't think Canelo stops him that early if he stops him at all. Um, I think uh, Kell Brook was competitive in that fight. As a matter of fact, Amir Khan was competitive against Canelo Alvarez early on, too, from a boxing standpoint, before he got absolutely flatlined <laughs> with one of the best one-punch knockouts you're going to see. Like, those guys can be competitive early on when they're jumping up in 2 weight classes. Like, it's happened before. Yeah. Not in the case of Mikey Garcia against Harold Spence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't always happen, but it has happened before. And Jamel Charlo is clearly good enough, talented enough, I just... Do you want to be in a situation where you're going up two-way classes with ring rust against of all people Canelo Alvarez? <laughs> you know, off a long layoff. And I just I just don't like that's not favorable, but I admire him for trying to do it. His whole thing in the press conference, in the scrum, in interviews, even to Stephen A. Smith on first take, is he's just daring to be great. That's how he framed it. Yeah. He's daring to be great.
0: They and ask, this is the biggest fight of his career, right? So it's easily. like, are you, are you going to turn down the biggest payday of your career, the biggest fight of your career on this big of a stage? I don't think so. And listen, half the battle is confidence, right? It's mental. And Jermell seems focused. So, I mean, I think this is going to be an extremely good fight. I think some people are a little bit met on it. Like, I don't know. Some people aren't that excited but I think this is a great fight.
1: What's Mount Charles best win to this point? Is it is it Tony Harrison? The 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 response yeah. knockout that he's had? Yeah, You're so yeah. yeah, so th- it's not even close that this is the biggest fight of his career. You know what I mean, like and he's beaten some. He's beaten some good fighters. He's Undisputed at his weight defeated. class,
0: like you know, yeah, he it's not he easy talked, to do.
1: He talked about being on the not being on the pound for pound list, which he should be at. And like, yeah, he should be on people's pound for pound list as an undisputed fighter. Now, the reason he's not there is because of inactivity, um, yeah. which you know, I mean, I, I do think inactivity should be enforced. You know, I, in in if you don't if you don't fight for a year, like yeah, you should probably take a little bit of a hit for that, but. He's gonna step up and fight Canola Alvarez, so it is what it is. Um, any last yeah. words before we uh, get out of here?
0: No. What about you? <laughs> <I have> no <laughs> last words. Slow boxing week, so no last words for me.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll next week. We're we're planning something fun, uh, so we'll we'll keep you posted on that. And uh, we we may or may not talk about this dud of an Alexander Usyk fight against Danny Dubois. I mean, we can if you want, um, but. Mm,
0: we probably won't, but maybe we'll talk about it next week.
1: <laughs> like, like if there's an appetite for it, like, again, I tell you guys all the time, if you want us to do some shit and enough of you, ban- like enough of you come together and actually say certain things, like, yeah, we'll do it. But uh, I, the appetite for this Alexander usyk fight, like, we'll see. And um, yeah, well, September, there's some stuff coming up, but the, the main the main sort of fight we're looking at now is Canelo Alvarez, Jermell Charlo, uh, in terms of things that really can cross over. Um, there are some good fights between now and then, but that's that's really the fight that we're looking at on the horizon, and we'll see if Regis Prograe versus Devin Haney actually gets made for October.
0: Thanks so much for rocking with us. Um, by the way, if you want more live shows, let us know. Let us know if you like this time or if you rather us do an evening live as well. Um, If you like the video, if you like the content, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Thanks so much for rocking with us today. Definitely leave your comments if you're watching this after. And if you're listening to this on the audio side, make sure to leave a rate and review. We appreciate your support. And we'll be back with a very, very exciting week next week. Should should we tell them what it kind of is, Brian?
1: No, uh, no, I don't want to spoil it because we want to hammer home the idea first. I will get to this comment, though, from my boy, John. Uh says Brian, do people ever tell you you kind of look like Ariel Hawani? And I have heard that before. Oh, I um, never
0: noticed that. Yeah, we have, a little we bit. Ha- <laughs> we, have, we
1: have we have we have much different noses and hairlines. Uh, but yes, uh th- he has like a longer nose. I have like a fatter nose, you know what I mean? So uh, but I have been told that for. And uh, yeah, look, I like Ariel Hawani's work. So
0: And he's I'll Canadian, say- so I'm with it's that. Just, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good night. Have a good evening. If you have any more uh, topics that you want us to cover, you can drop them in the comments. But thank you so much for rocking with us. And remember, hit that like and subscribe button. We'll be back with some more content soon.